I'm Anthony. Good morning. Thanks for talking with us. <laughs> well, Mike, uh, great to talk to you, and that is a correct statement, yeah. by the way. <laughs> you and me both driving old cars. But you know that if uh, the Biden administration has their way, the cars that we currently drive may be outlawed. We may be required to get rid of the old gas well, gas users, never mind whether it guzzles or not. It uses gas, and that's, uh, that is, uh, in the not-too-distant future, they hope, going to be against the law. I, I do not know how that is. How does – is it always that politicians want – I know they want to put their thumbprint on uh, America's future, so Trump, uh, first thing he did was try to uh, eliminate uh, – erase – Obama's uh, legacy. I know that Obama tried to eliminate Bush's right. legacy. Now Biden is eliminating Trump's legacy and so on and so forth. That's that's not new. That's what every incoming uh, politician does to the other party as they are leaving. In the meantime, it, it concerns me that putting uh, uh, Joe Biden, putting his thumb on this country uh, will end up increasing unemployment a great deal and causing things that cost a lot now to cost even more, whether it be food or just gasoline, because trucks delivering that food are going to have to pay more. And I, I, you know, why why do they do it that way? Well, Mike, I'll make a couple points about that. First, you're absolutely right. So we, a lot of people have noted this flurry of executive actions by Joe Biden. And that's really nothing unusual. It's really the content of those executive actions that is interesting. So the fact that Joe Biden is taking a lot of executive action to start his presidency is completely expected. And, Mike, you're absolutely right. It's A lot of it has to do with the fact that he's coming in after a Republican president. So, of course, he's going to try to undo as much as he can via executive action. And President Trump did the same thing, quite understandably, from sure. his perspective when he came into office. Another reason for this is that presidents have become a lot more bold over time in terms of taking unilateral action. And this has been the case for presidents of both parties, that they've become more willing to go around Congress and take action by themselves. And they've become a lot more aggressive in that over time. And I think that this is a story of how the presidency has become a lot more powerful and how yeah, the public just wants kind of instant gratification, at least the president's base does. They want instant gratification. They want things to happen right away. Uh, and so sometimes you have to have a fair deal of patience when you're working with Congress, a lot less patience required when you're just signing off executive orders that are stacked on your desk. Sure. Well, you know, even pointed out by a couple of listeners, and I heard it too, Rush Limbaugh mentioned yesterday, Republicans have notorious, every political party has a huge agenda and they talk, you know, the words are impressive and it sounds like uh, everything's going to be golden and we're all going to be living in milk and honey and it's going to be awesome. And then that party fails to implement uh, a, a good portion of that gigantic agenda. Uh, Democrats uh, uh, talked about, well, in fact, I even heard a couple of them vote for me and day one will have a $2,000 check uh, made out to you yep. in the mail on the way. Uh, now it's 1400 and it's still not in the mail on the way because they're still talking about it. I, you know, that why is it that people fall for hook, line, and sinker, those fabulous stories? Yeah, Mike, I, I think that it's important for people to, you know, I, I think it reflects a you know, 
maybe the need for people to understand American government and and the fact that presidents can't do everything on their own. They do require the action of Congress for these big items. And you mentioned the $1,400 checks or the $2,000 checks or whatever. That's something that clearly requires the action of Congress to accomplish. And right now, this is getting hung up in the Senate because a 50-50 Senate means that the Democratic leader, Chuck Schumer, and the Republican leader, Mitch McConnell, have to figure out some way of dividing up power. And, And right now, they're really not able to reach an agreement on that. Uh, and you're getting a lot of push from the left, Mike, like you noted, like you noted, uh, to, to get rid of the filibuster in the Senate, which means that for many legislative items, it takes 60 out of 100 votes rather than 50. And, and you're hearing kind of increased noise on the left to get rid of the filibuster. And, and no doubt that that's going to continue because, like you said, you know, people, and again, something that is bipartisan in nature. A lot of people are disappointed by what the president of their party can accomplish because you're somewhat limited in what you can accomplish on your own. So no doubt you're going to see some more agitating from kind of the more liberal end of the spectrum on the Biden agenda as we go forward here. I am sure you've been looking in uh, greater detail than many people, but what have you found? What can we, I know it's speculation, but what can all of us, regular people, not millionaires, expect to uh, from the Biden administration that is going to make our lives better? If it's true that uh, that Joseph says uh, your boy Trump ruined America, then then OK, if we accept that. What is your boy Biden going to do to fix it? Well, Mike, I, I, again, I, I really do think that this hinges on Congress and the Democrats have very, very narrow majorities to work with, both in the House and in the Senate. And it just depends on how much Biden is willing to go it alone via executive action. You're a lot more limited in what you can accomplish when you go alone as a president, when you take that executive action rather than going through Congress. But like we talked about, if you do go through Congress, then you have extremely narrow Democratic majorities to contend with. So this is not going to be an easy ride for the Democrats at all, especially if the Republicans decide that, you know, they're not willing to play ball, that they would rather sort of, you know, try to block things in advance of the 2022 midterm elections. So it's OK that uh, President Biden uh, cancel the, uh, the the pipeline deal and put those workers, tens of thousands, I imagine, of uh, people out of work and then blame Congress for the fact that I haven't got anything passed to put in its place to get those people back to work or some something else. What I'm doing is fixing America. It's Congress's fault if it doesn't get fixed quickly. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think you're correct about that, Mike. Like, Congress is an incredibly easy target. Like, if you want to blame if you want to place blame for something not getting done or if you want to place blame for some policy outcome, just blame Congress. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, he might, he might be right about that. But, you know, it does, you know, I mean, we do have to also acknowledge that presidents are more and more aggressive in taking executive action and taking action on their own. Uh, so, you know, while they might blame Congress, presidents are increasingly willing to act without Congress. Yeah, I guess. Well, we'll see how it all works out. Uh, and maybe we can see watch the weekend 
and uh, talk again next week. See what's going on. I, I think I've got some room Let's on. Let's do it, Mike.